0: Hey everybody, Dave Hodges here. Thanks for staying with us into our guest segment and thanks for joining us earlier in the intro part of this program. We really appreciate you. This is the Common Sense Show. If you're just joining us, we are the show that is freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. My name is the beleaguered Dave Hodges and everywhere I turn, I can't seem to catch a break. Why? Because I'm not willing to give in to this abject tyranny that is encroaching across America. If you check my uh, youtube post today you will see that i have covered three more instances of tyranny against the american people by this encroaching police state hiding under the guise of the coronavirus cv19 they call it well we've got someone who's paid dearly for covering cv19 mike adams he's uh, been de-twittered by the man who wants to bring you universal basic income which you know what that means That means they're just fattening you up for the kill and we're going to get into solutions that Mike thinks that we should be doing his numbers are the best out there in the industry right now I trust his numbers I do not trust the government numbers for a variety of reasons but you people who pick up on the fraud of the government are making a mistake if you say this virus is not real it's not lethal and it's not highly contagious it is all of those before we join Mike we've got to pay a couple of bills We're brought to you by preparewithdave.com. That's our storable food company, MPS. They have not raised their prices through this crisis, and we could be locked down for quite some time. Don't listen to the noise that Trump is making. He's surrounded by deep staters, and as long as he has Fauci and Burks, we're going to be locked down. In fact, the World Health Organization is saying they're going to come into our homes and take our children yeah get number 12 ready at the door i'm telling you you come for my kids there's going to be a fight ladies and gentlemen i highly encourage you to get prepared more fully with your food and your water preparewithdave.com is the place to go it'll show you all the attributes it's a tremendous company it's the reason why our sales are up a hundredfold next thing if you have food you have to have water waterwithdave.com that's right waterwithdave.com is the place to go and what is that? It's a, a purifier, the Aqua, the AquaPure uh, water filter. That is a tremendous device, and the research for its efficacy is on the website at waterwithdave.com. Not testimonials, research, and they have a 40% off special right now. So you need food, you need water. I'm warning you, listen to me. The food shortages are coming. You've heard me. I've talked to the people that run the grocery co-ops. They tell me the reserves are gone. People ate out more than they ate at home last year, and we have a 50% deficit just to begin with. And right now the supply chain chaos is going on as well. So food and water, please do not go any longer without stocking up. That's preparewithdave.com, waterwithdave.com. And now we have Mike Adams from News Target and Natural News. And, Mike, I am so sorry you've been de-twittered but that's the price you pay today when you tell the truth.
1: Well, that's true. Yeah, but thanks for having me on. And I, I, I really want to lead off by saying that looking at your research and also my research, it's clear to me that FEMA is preparing for something much bigger than the coronavirus. So that's, that's the big aha. This is not just about a virus, even though the virus, you know, is real, but something bigger is coming and... We can probably talk about maybe what what that is, but folks better get ready because FEMA camps are are being cranked up and the feds are seizing supplies from hospitals all across the country. Something much bigger is coming.
0: Well, yeah, and I'll I'll just say this as a a blanket, uh, I'm going to cover this tomorrow kind of thing. I have videos that show helicopter socks on top of school buildings, and these buildings come equipped with tall cages around athletic fields that can be used to house people, plenty of room for the helicopters to fly in there are strange markings and signs like marshalling area and these are community centers high schools and we're going to be showing you this video tomorrow and then i'm going to be bringing you documentation from fema that'll be showing you what's going on and i interviewed celeste Solomon, and we went right through this the other day on the show and she identified this so mike you're absolutely right the covid virus is going to be used at some point in time i don't think in the near future but it's coming where they're going to separate the wheat from the chaff the patriots from the mindless people who will follow them
1: yes yes and i there are several scenarios for this and and one of them by the way is that they they try to keep the lockdowns going in perpetuity and then wait for an uprising which is bound to happen probably in may and Once there's an uprising, then they use that to just mass arrest and incarcerate people, throw them in FEMA camps. And you know, that's their mission. That's what they wanna do. They wanna lock America down. I I did an article earlier that talked about, hey, we can end the lockdowns now. There's a sensible way to do it. We, you know, we can use masks and zinc and vitamin D and, you know, a lot of things that, you know, hydroxychloroquine and so on, we can end the lockdowns now without destroying public health but there's no discussion about that by even Trump or the White House or, or anybody in the media. It's just, it's either the Democrat media says lock everybody down forever, the pro-Trump media says end all the lockdowns and don't wear masks, and I think I'm the only one saying end the lockdowns but let's protect public health. So I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty, uh, pretty isolated right now in that, in that view.
0: <laughs> yeah, you are caught in that uh, confusing sandwich. There's no question. I mean, I, I've come out and I've said the abuse is getting so bad. We're almost better off going Brazil, Sweden's way. And I'm, like, I'm thinking out loud now, Mike. I'm not saying this is my position, but I'm yeah. saying that with the abuse, I mean, I'll just give you another example. You know, I'm a former mental health therapist. I've taught in the field forever. And there's a test called this H- Holmes-Ra stress test. And in the top 10 of negative events that can add to your stress level, which can be fatal, is loss of job. And yeah. the and in Knox County, Tennessee, for example, we have more suicides than we have death from the coronavirus. And that's my fear. If we go down this path, more people are going to die from other causes caused by the lockdown as opposed to the coronavirus. What, what do you think about that?
1: Well, I almost feel like that we should just let let that play out so that people can see what's, what's going to happen. Because one of the arguments right now is that the lockdowns weren't necessary because not as many people are dying. But, you know, it's interesting that the, the, the White House has altered their projections now closer to mine. And I projected 45,000 to 90,000 deaths in the U.S. by the end of July. Looks like that's going to be the case. It's going to be right in there. It might be 55,000, it might be 60,000, but it's not going to be less than 45 and probably not more than 90. But the only reason that that's stopping is, you know, because the the lockdowns, the initial lockdowns were necessary, but we no longer need them. That's my point is we know how to beat this now. So in, in the initial wave, it was an emergency. We didn't know that zinc worked. We didn't know that hydrochloroquine chloroquine worked. We didn't know the R-naught value of the virus. So it was, um, a necessary immediate reaction but now we know more and yet it seems like the Democrats especially in the Democrat cities they want to continue the lockdowns forever despite the fact that we have this knowledge and that's that's where I depart from them and say no we need to end these lockdowns we can do it now we have the technology the nutrition the off, uh, off-patent pharmaceuticals we know how to end this so what's the deal they're keeping us locked down because they love the tyranny
0: well, that's who they are. This, we're, we're going through a Bolshevik revolution, there's no question. But there's another benefit to all this, Mike. The benefit for them is that when the takeover truly comes and they start sending people like you and me and our supporters off to camps, we're already in a lockdown position, so we're more vulnerable.
1: hmm Yeah, yeah, clearly that's the case. And, and again, I believe something much bigger is coming, and it's almost a self-fulfilling prophecy in the sense that the uh, the, the market collapse in a sense it's already happened because the 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 free market is is no longer functioning so that's one form of collapse is a socialist takeover of the markets by the fed and that's happened that's already done they're buying corporate bonds and junk bonds i mean the federal reserve is going to own almost everything in america within the year there will be no free markets there will be no more rational functioning of buying and selling stocks or assets that basically the central government will set the price of everything and and that's that's gonna trickle down to consumer goods. We're gonna have Venezuela style price controls on bread and of course that will lead to immediate shortages. So you know we're gonna have a food crisis, we're gonna have uh, a socialism financial crisis, eventually the collapse of the US dollar as they just keep printing fiat currency forever and maybe it's that event that FEMA is preparing for because people are gonna lose every dollar that they have in the bank in their 401ks, in their pension funds, and in cash, all that money is going to become worthless overnight. And only the people left holding gold and silver and land and firearms—you know—that things that have real value—that's what's going to be left.
0: Yeah, but if you notice how many Democratic mayors are saying, "We can come take your home," so I don't know that land is going to be left over. I think they're tipping their hand.
1: Well, when, when the, uh, the communists took over Cuba. They did seize all the land of all the uh, the capitalists there. You know the business owners. Uh, the government seized their businesses, took their land, and and killed many of them. Some fled, you know, to the United States, and some fled to other countries. But yeah, a, a, a total socialist slash communist crackdown looks like it's in the works. And you know, th- this is the end game for how the globalists plan to destroy America. You know, first they. They manage to build a virus that's a biological weapon. They manage to get it released either accidentally or on purpose. And then they they have a socialist takeover of the financial system while everybody's in lockdown and they build up the FEMA camps. Anybody who resists is taken away and thrown in a basically a quarantine death camp.
0: Wow. <laughs> that's all I gotta say is it's it's a big wow. Because you just encapsulated where I'm going tomorrow in my article. I'm going to do a little more than that. But, but you're right in the neighborhood. And this is something um, I, I'm struggling to find the words here because here's, here's my concern. Uh, let's start with a low-level concern. Forget the takeover for a minute. The takeover will happen naturally if Trump loses the election. Yeah. And, and what we're seeing is the COVID virus is obviously being used as a political weapon against Trump. And what concerns me are the 65% of Americans in the middle that know nothing of what's going on. They don't know politics. They don't care about politics. And now all they're going to be doing, because they're home, they're homebound, and they're force-fed mainstream media news, and my fear is they will win this election just because of this group will be so propagandized
1: well yeah and also this is this is critical one reason the democrats want to extend the lockdowns is because they want to demand vote by mail right. vote by mail is how they're going to steal the election because of course there'll be no id and the democrats will organize massive voter fraud uh, even more than usual you know vote by mail is basically um they're just going to run the printing presses to print millions of ballots that uh, that will be, you know, filled out by people who don't exist or people who do exist voting multiple places, multiple counties, whatever. Oh, and of course illegal aliens voting. So th- this is why I'm so adamant about why we must end the lockdowns now because we have to get America back to work so that we can we can have an economic recovery of jobs and you know restaurants opening and all that and then also so we can have elections that are that are at least you got to show up in person to vote not just vote by mail if it's vote by mail trump loses no question
0: yeah i i I hear you but i don't know how they're going to get this passed um not with the existing framework in government they can't pass it uh but i share your concern You know mike one of the things and i've never shared this with you about me but um my dad's side of the family came from germany and 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 one of the big impetus for them leaving was the j stamp and they weren't jewish but they saw it and they said them them today us tomorrow and so they got out through england and and then they came to the united states and um i had this drilled into my head from the time i was a little kid you know freedom good tyranny bad And here I heard, you know, probably as young as four or five years old about the J-Stamp. And now the NIH, it wants a card that will validate that you're vaccinated before you can leave the home. Let's talk about that.
1: Yeah, that's right. Well, this this is the Mark of the Beast system, the Bill Gates system. It might be a biometric device or property, you know, a barcode on your skin. It might be a Bluetooth device that you wear on an armband. It might be an RFID chip that's implanted in your, in your body. It might be a, an RFID chipped card that you're required to carry. Show me your papers. But whatever it is, it absolutely smacks of, of the Third Reich, the Nazi regime. And that, see, that, that's where this is all going. With Dr. Fauci and Dr. Burks running Trump, they are turning America into a big pharma medical police state. That's the goal. And they want to keep everybody locked down until the vaccine shows up. And then they'll say the vaccine is the savior and everybody has to be vaccinated. They will put things in the vaccine that will, will achieve depopulation.
0: What kind of things can we expect to see?
1: Well, for one, they're, they're using a, a new platform called messenger RNA, mRNA vaccines, which has never been done before. And... One of the reasons that platform is being used, I believe, is because there's no negative research about it because it's never existed before, so they can make any claims they want. But what what it will do is it will appear to work at first, but then the next time you get infected with either a mutated coronavirus or even perhaps the, just a seasonal flu, your body will overreact with that cytokine storm, as it's called, and then that will kill you. And, and this, this happened, by the way, in the animal models of the research of the SARS-CoV-1, which was the original SARS, SARS classic, as they say. And the reason they never came up with a SARS vaccine was because it killed all the animals. So they're going to use that technology to, I believe, put make this into a euthanasia shot. It doesn't kill you on the day you get the shot. It kills you the next time you get infected. And then they can blame that next infection, you see, not the vaccine. So if they can get everybody vaccinated, then they can eliminate any scrutiny of the vaccine itself, since there's no control group of unvaccinated people to compare against.
0: Make sense? Yeah. yeah, see, that's my... Unfortunately, our our society is not trained on research methods because my line in the sand is, if you can't demonstrate patient safety beyond independent testing, in other words, not Gates' testing, independent testing, and if you can't uh, demonstrate to me efficacy of of the product, in other words, it does what it says it does, it has a high validity of functioning. Uh if you can't do that within accepted norms, then I won't take the virus. I or, or right. the shot for the virus. The
1: shot, yeah.
0: Um and and but the problem is, Mike, is <laughs> I I know this all too well, having taught this, people don't know this science.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and the average the average person out there is just going to be bamboozled by the media telling them whatever the talking points are. And the people on CNN don't understand science either. You know, they, they don't you know think? anything. Uh, <laughs> <You think? laughs> right, right. You know, they, they can't do math at all. So we're going to end up in a society where it will be criminal to uh, encourage people to avoid taking the vaccine. So, if you or I, once the vaccine is available, if we tell people don't take the vaccine, we will be arrested.
0: How do you know that i agree well, I agree with you, but what makes you say that
1: uh, You can project the level okay. of fear and panic and where this is going. They're arresting people you know walking down the sidewalk or uh, one individual on the beach who who obviously can't infect anybody uh, the The tyranny has gone insane. And it's going to be applied to online speech. And and they're going to say that if you oppose the vaccine, that, you, that you're responsible for people dying. And of course, people will die even from the vaccine itself, but those deaths will be said to be caused by the coronavirus. And that'll be laid at the feet of people like you and I. And that's why over a month ago, I put out a podcast that says, if I ever recommend the vaccine, it's because they have a gun at my head. <laughs>
0: oh okay um yeah that's not worth dying over i would agree with you if you succumb to that um that's that's a i do agree that's coming because they've already invented their uh their terminology you're a vax denier i mean that's that's the big like you're a climate change denier they already have their their language in place to enforce this and, and and listen, they're already getting people like in L.A. to snitch on their neighbors for quarantine violations and pay them for it. Mm-hmm. Well, I think I think you're right. I think they'll do the same thing if you hear someone make dangerous speech. They're crying fire in a crowded auditorium by putting down the efficacy of vaccines. Turn them in before they kill people.
1: That's right. Yeah, That's what's coming. And even as much as I strongly disagree with some people in the independent media today who are saying that there's no virus. Uh, I still support their right to speak. You know? I'm not calling for them to be censored or shut down. They they have the right to speak. I just wish that they had some basic science education because there is a virus. And this is worth pointing out, you know, in February of this year, most of the independent media was reporting that this was a, a genetically engineered biological weapon. That was designed to exterminate humanity, and then in March, many of those same publishers started to say, "No, it's a total hoax. Nobody's dying." So obviously, it can't be both of those things, <laughs> you know, right? Can't be both of those. Well, you know, one or the other, but it can't be both. And my position is, it, it, it's a real virus. It was engineered. It was built as a death weapon. But of course, the globalists are going to use a real virus to take away your liberties in the same way that they, you know, in 9-11, let's say, were, were the Twin Towers hit by airplanes? Yes, it wasn't a hologram. They were really hit. Did they really fall? Yes. Did it really kill 3,000 plus people? Yes. And then they used it to take away your liberties. So it's a real event that's exploited by the globalists. That's what we're facing with this virus, a real virus that's exploited by the globalists.
0: And that's, I, I totally agree. Uh, and how do you explain the fact that we're not getting the burnout factor that you would expect to see with any other virus?
1: Well, I think we're going to see it. I think New York City and, and much of the East Coast will start to see lower numbers. In fact, it's, it's already apparent because their hospitalizations have dropped. So the number of deaths will definitely drop starting next week. But the, the real question here is, how do we end the lockdowns? Because there, there's no there's no exit strategy that's been announced by Trump or, or really anybody. It's, it's kind of like, okay, we get past this first wave and maybe we end up with 50,000 deaths and the new deaths approaches zero at some point, maybe that's by late May. Okay. But if we just end the lockdowns without some basic precautions, then the virus is going to start replicating again. And then they're going to have us under another lockdown in October. And, and that's what they want, I think, is to just keep us under new lockdowns until they have a vaccine ready. In fact, Bill Gates has openly stated that. He's like, you're never going to be able to return to normal until a vaccine. That's their plan. And and that's why I'm trying to circumvent that and say, no, no, we don't need a vaccine. We can beat this without a vaccine. In fact, we must. Otherwise, we're going to end up in a vaccine police state.
0: Well, we're definitely approaching that. And and um and what concerns me are how the police at the local level seem so willing to enforce this. I mean, you know, handcuffing a, a man playing t-ball with a six-year-old daughter. Uh, right. uh, you know, jumping on uh, James Abrams in Parkland Hospital, forcing him into a medical treatment. And that's recorded. There's no, no wondering what happened there. And, and uh, I, I'm just looking around the country, and it's just one tyrannical act after another. So if people wonder gee who's law enforcement going to side with i think they've already told us
1: Well yeah clearly and especially in the democrat controlled cities although there is pushback from sheriffs you know in certain certain counties across america but one of my concerns and i think you're starting to see this too is that there's so much so much fear being pushed by the media that anybody with any any symptoms is now assumed to have the coronavirus even without a test and so they're being they're being subjected to being thrown in with other coronavirus patients who really do have it which would therefore spread it or they're being subjected to treatments that they don't need because they don't have it and so you know we we do know that the tests don't work all the time and that China has specifically put out faulty tests to try to sow chaos, you know, across America. So the tests really have to be taken cautiously. Sometimes they're false positives and sometimes they're false negatives. But, you know, that's also true with pregnancy tests, right? Pregnancy tests don't have a 100% track record either. But these COVID-19 tests have much less accuracy than pregnancy tests. And so that can be really abused by the authoritarians, and it is being abused. Hmm.
0: This opens up a whole can of worms, though, for what they can do to us. In Canada now, they're starting to lock people in their homes. I don't know if you've heard that or not.
1: I have heard that, yes.
0: Um, But uh, I've been contacted by people in Canada. Uh, I think in British Columbia was one place. And uh, so I'm getting firsthand reports where they're seeing this happen to their neighbors and now they've announced in Canada they're going to go door-to-door and take people who are infected.
1: Wait, when you say locked in their homes, <clears throat> I thought you meant that as a metaphor. But you are you saying they're physically being locked into no. their homes? I hadn't heard that.
0: Like what we saw in China, yeah. Oh, okay. I, I, I've wow. received two emails over about a four-day period where they're saying, I'm seeing locks on my neighbor's house and we can't go out of our home where we're at. I'd like to go over and check on them. I don't have their number. What do you know about what's happening in Canada? That's how I'm getting this information. Wow. And, and I shared this with another person today and they said they had heard the same thing. So we're kind of in the we need to verify position with this, but I think it's true because it's the progression that we saw in China.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, and again, this underscores why it's so important for us to beat this quickly so that we can end the lockdowns and end the tyranny. Well,
0: let's go through the, the steps one at a time. So if President Trump regained his sensibility and, and got rid of the Never Trump or CDC and said, Mike Adams, I need your advice. I've been reading your stuff. Come to the White House, and you're going to be making the presentations on the podium. Um, if Assuming you made it there alive, what would you tell yeah. the country?
1: <laughs> well, I'd say that we can beat this very easily in four or five steps. Number one, everybody wear a mask in in public places and in workplaces for the next seven to eight weeks. That's it. You know, temporary, but it's basically, you know, mandatory, not like people are going to be arrested, but it should be socially enforced. If you see somebody without a mask, tell them wear a mask, you know. And the, the reason to wear the mask is not to protect the wearer but to stop the spit of an infected person from being aerosolized. That's all, that's the only reason. And given the fact that people who are infected don't know they're infected most of the time, then that's why you need to have everybody wear a mask just to cover the asymptomatic carriers. So masks work, and I I see masks as a symbol of defeating the globalists. Not complying with globalists, but defeating them because if we wear masks, we stop the virus, which was built by the globalists and we stop the lockdowns, and, and we end this quickly. So masks are a symbol of freedom and liberty, as far as I'm concerned, and it's only a temporary measure. Secondly, the president should use the Wartime Powers Production Act to have the government manufacture and distribute, free of charge, zinc supplements for everybody, including the military. Every soldier in, under the Pentagon should be given nutritional supplementation for free and then we could help stop the spread on the aircraft carriers which has been happening and perhaps in the submarines wherever else it's happening and we can improve our military readiness you know nutrition has a very important role to play here and then uh, thirdly we need to get hydroxychloroquine plus zinc into the hands of doctors all across the country with good protocols that have a proven track record of success that cures about nine out of ten patients so right there, we can cut the deaths by
0: 90%. Just how, do you, how do you arrive at that 90% figure?
1: Well, I'm just looking at, at the reports out there that it's it's working. I mean, the New York doctor that's using it is, is saying 99%. But just being conservative, it's about 9 out of 10 patients who are serious or critical end up recovering. And and often within hours. So, yeah. so it... It's not something that people should take as a preventive measure, you know. It, it can be a dangerous drug. But if if someone's serious or critical, hydroxychloroquine plus zinc seems to do the trick. And don't you find it interesting, Dave, that it's the Democrats that are attacking that drug the most?
0: It's yeah, Democrats. we've got governors telling doctors you can't use it, like somehow these governors are doctors.
1: right. Well, and the reason they're telling people not to use it is because it works. See, again, the Democrats want this to be bad. They want to see mass death. Anyway, the, 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 the next step in this is you can, you can end the lockdowns, but you could suggest that people over the age of 60 stay home for the next couple of months. And typically, most of those people over the age of 60 are not necessarily in the workforce right now anyway. And they should take extra precautions, but you could leave that up to them. So uh, especially if they have underlying conditions such as asthma or hypertension, they would be more susceptible to this and they should take extra uh, precautions. And then uh, finally, you should sanitize surfaces at workplaces and public transportation. So once or twice, <clears throat> excuse me, once or twice a day, you know clean the, the door handles, clean the elevator buttons, clean the, uh, the handrails. In the subway stations, just have have cleaning protocols in place, and I believe that if you do these four or five things, that you'll stop the exponential spread. You'll get the R-naught value way below 1.0, which means it eventually just kind of peters out. I think we can do it. And how long
0: would this take?
1: It would happen very quickly since we're we've already had the lockdown effect. So, if we end the lockdowns let's say at the end of April, then I think we're already on the downward track and we would have near zero cases in America by the end of May.
0: When would you let sports teams start to play again?
1: Well, I, as far as players having contact with each other, that is a, that is a potential spread. Uh, however, if we can get more reliable testing, then... You know why couldn't we test professional sports players and you know let them play if they if they don't test positive or why couldn't we just have them sign a disclaimer say hey there's a risk you might get infected if you agree to accept that risk it's your choice sign this document you can play you know why can't we just make it their choice i mean they're you know they they put their bodies at risk every day anyway you can die playing football or basketball so if you're a professional sports player, you're already taking a risk and your your uh, professional lifespan is very short anyway. You only have a few years during which you can earn an income. So let them take the risk, you know, their choice.
0: Yeah, I, what about children? Uh, let, let's say high school age kids, soccer teams, baseball, football, what would you say?
1: Well, fortunately, very few children are dying from this, but the bigger concern is that they might become asymptomatic carriers and spread it to their family members right so I think then it it should be the choice of the parents if the parents if if they have a household that's very healthy and they don't have elderly you know grandma and grandpa living in the house I don't see that much harm in letting children uh, participate in sports you know but this should be up to the parents I see I'm I'm about parental rights not the state being the mommy and daddy and I'm I'm sure you agree with that. Oh yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> now, with, without saying, I've been involved in a couple of high-profile CPS grab and snatches of uh, kids, but you um, know, I've been an advocate for these for these moms. But uh, in terms of um, your your expectations here, when I look at the youth, if I say, okay, when can colleges and high schools start to play sports or or pop Warner football? I would say uh, um, for me, I'm looking at this twenty eight days after the masks come off because th- then basically you're you're beyond uh, regular transmission.
1: Yeah, yeah. see if if you can get the cases down really low, then then you can track down those few cases and isolate those few people. So even if you have a few cases bouncing around, it's not a threat to society at large the the only reason this became a threat is because we didn't block the borders and block the flights early enough so basically china exported the virus to europe and then europe exported it to us and by the time trump blocked the flights from europe it was already too late uh, in fact the the genomic analysis of the virus in new york city finds that it came from italy not china so you know everybody reacted too late and the lockdown happened too late and you know too many people were sick to uh, to fully track down and now we're seeing this surge in the hospitals in New York City and you know the dead bodies there and after the surge then we have a new chance to make better decisions <laughs> about this yeah no I, I agree I don't know if you saw this or not
0: but on CNN I saw a clip of an interview where the interviewer for CNN was uh, talking to a university professor and they both said they could not support the wearing of masks because it's racist because it stereotypes black people as someone who's going to rob a bank. Did you hear about that?
1: Uh, yeah, I did hear that. And again, it's because the Democrats wanted to spread.
0: Okay, that's what I thought. Now, that's what I thought you'd yeah. say. But I wanted to put that out there as just one more example. Well, it, 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 they want to. Do you think that the Democratic leadership? Do you think they know what I know and what you know and Celeste Lam knows? that this is a setup to basically thin out the herd put people away so you can put them away for good do you think that the democrats have any idea i mean how low down does this plot reach in your mind
1: well there's no question in my mind that the high level democrats have been aware of this from the start they were probably in the conversations uh, in communist china that they, they were probably given a heads up on this. And uh, you you will note that in January, you know, certain senators including Senator Feinstein were selling their stocks. And that HHS and the CDC and so on were already well aware of what was happening. And the intelligence services were well aware. So the intelligence services are mostly anti-Trump. So the intelligence services were feeding this information to high-level Democrats probably in December. So they've seen this coming for a long time, and I believe the Democrats have systematically taken steps to make this worse, because they knew this was their last chance to defeat Trump. And they, they may succeed, by the way. I'm, I have a big concern right now that Trump, right now, may lose the election, although, of course, that can change dramatically. I also have a concern that there may not be elections not due to any fault on the part of Trump, but because of other things that are about to happen, such as economic collapse and, you know, international war, uh, things like that, things that you and I have talked about before. So I'm not sure that elections take place on schedule. I hope they do, and I hope they're not vote by mail. But even if they do take place, and we've talked about this before, no matter what the outcome, half the country won't accept it. So think about this. If if there's an election and Trump loses... And there's 50 million votes by mail. Are you, Dave Hodges, going to accept that outcome?
0: (laughs) Um, I did a podcast this morning, and I said it's very possible that the same reasons that my dad's side of the family ended up here in America could be the impetus for me leaving America. Yeah. And I'm thinking this way for the first time ever. Now, a lot of people say, I'm just going to hunker down and make a stand. Well, we might be forced into that, and, and, and I may not have that option to leave. But I'm beginning to say, would it be wise for me to look around just based on the question you asked me?
1: Well, I've, I've lived in Ecuador, and I've lived in Taiwan, and I've traveled extensively. I'm not leaving Texas. I'm, I'm going to stay in Texas and fight for Texas because, first of all, there's nowhere else you can go where you can have the firearms that you have right now in Arizona. Or Texas you know I can't have a semi-auto 338 Lapua magnum rifle in New Zealand <laughs> right <laughs> no <laughs> not, not allowed
0: not, yeah exactly
1: but in Texas it's just considered being neighborly <laughs> so you know I, I'm not leaving and I'm not sure where you could go I mean where where could you go
0: believe it or not in some of the colonies in Mexico with american expats they're pretty well left alone at least now they are
1: yeah
0: um, that's one place i would talk about i would not go to ecuador i get a lot of emails from expats there the chinese are there they're involved in their police departments and they're building their infrastructure and the reward has been the giving away of mines in ecuador Yeah. And the natives there the, the local natives are ready to have a civil war So Ecuador is in total lockdown, and they're using the virus as the excuse, although there's very few cases.
1: Yeah, the cases seem to be centered in Guayaquil on the coast. Um, Ecuador has become more of a socialist police state in the last 10 years. Uh, I lived there over, I guess, roughly about 10 years ago, and since then it's gotten a lot worse. But, you know, China is, as you know, staging its military throughout central and south america yes in order to be able to invade the united states
0: yeah i've covered that too and you know they're not just in 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 south africa i mean south america they're also in south africa other parts of africa they've built surface to air missile batteries and i know i have a spy it's a man who fled south africa in the white farmer purge he's a pastor his name's Aubrey brock and and he gives me these links to African newspapers in English translation that tell you what's going on. And you never see a word of it here in this media. Uh, yeah. You know, for example, Mozambique, surfaced air missiles, control of the ports, control of the overland routes that are turning into highways by the Chinese. And in yeah. South Africa, they're partnering with the ANC to kill and throw out the white farmers, take their land, they split the minerals... With the uh, between the two parties, and then the Chinese send the food back to China.
1: Wow. Wow.
0: And this this comes from insiders. You see, you don't hear this in the media.
1: Yeah. That's that's extraordinary. Um, and let, let me bring up one more thing that's just on my radar. I don't know yet the significance of this. I'm trying to do the research, but you've heard about this this large asteroid named Atlas. That's um, yeah going to swing by the sun in may and it'll be closest to the earth on may 23rd um this i've been trying to find the mass of this asteroid and uh, so far i can't find any statistics about the mass of it I, i think they don't even know but they say the size of it is five times larger than jupiter what half the size that's what they're saying and with the with the corona you know, the gases that are escaping from it, that it's five times larger than Jupiter, half the size of the sun. And and when I, I saw that, I'm like, what? Do you know how large that is? Because, you know, Jupiter is much, much larger than Earth. And obviously the sun is hundreds of times larger than Earth. If this asteroid is five times larger than Jupiter, it must be massive. And, it you know, it only comes around every 4,400 years. I believe that's the orbital um, period of it, and I, I mean, just right off the bat, it could it could alter, you know, it, the geology, earthquakes, volcanoes, tides. It could move planets around. You know, I mean, it could literally alter orbits. It could have fragments. That's an that extinction-level event. Earth. I mean, potentially, or or maybe. Maybe it's nothing, I because I, I can't find the mass. I need to know the mass of it in order to do some basic calculations of, you know, could it affect Earth's uh, uh, volcanoes and such, but I can't find anything about the mass. It, and it's like it's being hidden or something. So I don't know. I'm just starting to look into that. Have you heard anything?
0: I've heard it mentioned in passing, and I'm thinking, I'm so focused on COVID-19 that I didn't take the time to look at it. But uh, if it is what you're saying it is here, the the gravity of every celestial body in the solar system will change, and this could end life on Earth.
1: Well, well, right. It would be the ultimate uh, Atlas Shrugged event. Yeah, sure <laughs> I mean, nice pun. I mean, and Good it's fun. named Atlas, right. <laughs> but, I mean, th- and that's May 23rd. So, again, I don't know if what's going to happen with that, but there have been, at least what I've seen so far, there have been massive changes in the luminosity of the asteroid as it's approaching the sun, and normally those changes are associated with very large-scale fragmentation of an asteroid. The only reason it loses its, its, its luminosity is because it's breaking apart, basically. And so if it's breaking apart, then that means there's multiple objects That are on slightly different trajectories that are headed you know toward our Sun and fairly close to the orbital path of Earth.
0: That means uh, going underground was maybe that explains why the elite are doing this in fact actually if the earth was bumped out of its orbit and let's say the temperatures became extreme on the surface you still could survive if you weren't crushed by volcanic activity underground if you could control your local environment yes, and and, uh that would explain a lot why people are are going underground and then you have to ask yourself what do they know about new zealand because that's where they seem to all be headed
1: yeah i I don't know the answer to that but I, i do know that just based on orbital dynamics that large bodies can and do throw other bodies out of orbit and they, you know, they cause what's called the slingshot effect. If, if, if you get sucked into the gravity well of of another large body that's moving, then it can slingshot your, you know, whatever you're on, a spaceship or a planet or a moon or an asteroid, it can slingshot you on a different trajectory. That's, that's, you know, basic NASA 101 right there. So, we should be looking at this.
0: I'm going to vote right here. My instinct tells me it's not real, that the thread is not that gigantic. I mean, okay. and that's just my gut feeling here. And, and, and it's probably a little bit of cognitive dissonance mixed in as well, because uh, I don't want to believe it. But uh, I, I don't believe it, too, also, too, for spiritual reasons. I mean, this is not the way the final days come, uh, at least from my worldview. And uh, we, we have to have the tribulation and the seven years, and uh, there has to be a return of Jesus to, to stop the extinction of man. And uh, I don't think asteroid figures in that. Now, that's just my worldview, Mike. So, I mean, that's not scientific. It's all based on faith. But it doesn't mean that something couldn't come by and ruin our day.
1: Well, and, and I mean, you may be absolutely correct about that. And I, I'm, I'm just beginning to look at this it may be nothing but i also know you know you look at the events of of, that are described in the bible and a lot of what god unleashed upon evil areas and nations and so on you know sodom and gomorrah for example was destroyed by basically comet fragments raining down from the heavens you know so (laughs) i mean uh it it's uh, it's it, it's I'm at least gonna look at it and see if I can rule it out. But maybe maybe the mass of the comet is very small, but the corona is very large.
0: Yeah, that's that's a that's a factor too. I I agree with you on that. Um, there could be something coming, but it may not be extinction level event coming. And that's yeah. what I'm that's what I'm hoping for. And I, you're gonna make me go take a look now. I want to sum up what you have uh, said though as far as solutions because I I think this makes more sense than anything I've seen the wearing of masks for seven to eight weeks uh, invoking the wartime powers act uh, to produce massive amounts of supplements like zinc uh, eating a good diet of course along those lines Uh, the uh, the antiviral drug going to all the people um, and um, sanitizing transportation work and home. And I wanted to ask you too: Would you put people on hydroxychloroquine now uh, as a preventative, or would no. you wait until they're symptomatic?
1: No, it's not. A, it's not appropriate as a preventive measure. It, it should only be used in people who are in serious or critical conditions because there is there's a risk of kidney failure from from the drug, and a lot of people are already compromised in many other ways. Um, it's not. It's not a. It's not a vitamin. You know, it's not a nutrient. It's a it's a full-blown drug and it it can be dangerous
0: okay like all full-blown drugs it's going to have its side effects yeah yeah okay Uh, i think these are really reasonable solutions and um, i don't know if i have the ability to do this at one time i might have but i'm going to see if we can't get the white house to consider some of this but fossey and uh, burks they have to go i mean there's no question about it they are acting in um, as an ally of the virus, in my humble opinion. I mean, you you, you have um, Trump's advisor saying we're going to be locked down through 2021. What kind of crap is that?
1: No, that's that's totally insane. In fact, I'm just um, I'm just looking at at uh, a Breitbart report, uh, Senator uh, Senator Kennedy of Louisiana is now saying that the American people have been, you know, polite but that their patience is not going to last much longer. People will not stay locked down much longer. And I agree with that. I think that if 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 the effort to lock us down continues into May, I think we're going to have nationwide riots.
0: Well, food riots are coming. I'm telling you they are. Uh, my conversations with people that are big farmers and grocery co-ops and so forth they, they're coming because we already have a 50 deficit because restaurants aren't serving at capacity now they're about like two to three percent of what they were and then our food reserves are diminished i don't know if you've heard that or not but across the country yeah. our food reserves are down tremendously i have and add that to the supply chain chaos this is why i'm telling you right now mike i know this to be a fact that federal law enforcement agents right now are practicing for food riots right now today yes. today yes. in this moment, and that's that's uh, that's going to be a given. So even if we don't rebel against being locked in place, people are going to be on the streets because their EBD cards EBT cards are not being fulfilled, and that's yep. my personal view. Well, Mike, this has been um, very eye opening, and I appreciate you taking time like this to come on. This is the most common-sense approach I've seen. I'm going to turn this into an article on my end and distribute it from my end, and I'm going to send it to my congressman. I think I partially have his ear, and uh, we'll see if we can't get some bite going in this. But but thanks so much for joining us here on The Common Sense Show. Mike sites are Newstarget.com, and uh, Mike, I'm drawing a blank here on Three Hours Sleep.
1: Um, Well, Pandemic.news is our site. Pandemic.news, that's what I wanted to mention.
0: Yes, exactly. That's the one. I wanted to mention, uh, but uh, News Target is where, where I use as a starting point and branch out from there. Mike, thanks for joining us. It's been a fantastic presentation on your part.
1: Well, thank you, Dave. I appreciate the invite.
0: Take care. Everybody else, stay tuned.